All your bags are packed. You're ready to go. You're standing outside the door. But there's a few things you just got to know before coming to Hawaii. And that's what we're talking about on today's episode. Five things to know before coming to Hawaii. Aloha. Welcome to Hawaii's Best Podcast. Learn the stories behind Hawaii's best experiences, influencers, and businesses. Discover everything that makes Hawaii the Aloha State. And now your host, Brian Murphy. Aloha and welcome to Hawaii's Best. You got episode 18 and this is our second time doing a solo show. So I'd love for you to know what you think about it. Hit subscribe, leave a review down below and let me know what you think. So in between the weeks, we're still going to do amazing guest interviews. But in between those weeks, we're going to be doing these solo shows, like kind of bite-sized things to know, stuff about Hawaii, um, travel in general, and maybe any other topics that you might want to know. So these little in-between episodes are about 10 minutes or so, and and, uh, we hope that you find value out of it. Today, we're going to be talking about five things to know before your trip to Hawaii. And I think what you might find is that some of the things you can only prepare so much in advance, some of the things you're going to have to kind of pivot once you're on island. I remember when we were on Maui once, there's so much rich culture in Maui and all the the islands, but Maui specifically. Allie and I were driving around the island and we thought we'd download this app called Shaka Guide. And since then, Shaka Guide has become friends of ours. We actually had him on a previous episode, episode 14. I'll link that in the show notes um, with our conversation with Andrew, the founder of Shaka Guide. And what Shaka Guide does, it gives you a turn-by-turn direction of um, a guided tour. And what's really rad about Shaka Guide is it doesn't just take you to the destination that you're wanting to go to. For example, Rodahana is probably one of the most popular tours on Shaka Guide. But it also gives you history and waypoints going towards your destination. So it kind of gives you these little detours if you want to get off the beaten path and, and learn more history about Um, the island you're on or about the location of the island you're on. And so we did that. We were actually in Lahaina on the the west side of Maui, one of our favorite spots. And it was just really cool driving um, up the coast, you know, driving on a road we've been on before, but not really realizing so much of the history in all these spots where we're um, passing. So throughout the show, I'm going to give you a lot of things that you should know before coming to Hawaii. But when you're on island, Chaka Guide is a great way to kind of navigate yourself around the island. They have guides for all the islands. They have multiple um, guides per island. And um, in talking with Andrew, thought it'd be cool to partner up and we want to make that available for you. And and he's been generous to go ahead and, and um, gift a special to Hawaii's Best listeners. So if you go to livehawaiisbest.com slash shaka, there you can download um, their guides. I've listed there each of the islands. So no matter what island you're planning on coming to, you can download the guide for that island. So just go to livehawaiisbest.com slash shaka, and I think you're going to love it. Well, I don't want to keep you waiting much longer. I want to get right to those five things to know before your trip to Hawaii. And that's my goal in these solo episodes is to be brief and to give you some value. So the first thing you should know before your trip to Hawaii is what time to come. And on my last solo episode, it was episode 15. I went into 
extensive detail on the different seasons in Hawaii. We also wrote a blog post that coincided with that episode. So you can dive even deeper into that. I'll link that in the show notes. But a brief synopsis of the best time to come to Hawaii is basically what are your goals? Now, are you able to come any time of the year or are you hinged on when it works best for your family or extended family or your school schedule, your family school schedule, whatever the case might be. First, you have to answer that question. And the second question you have to answer is, well, what's your budget? You can definitely do Hawaii budget friendly. Probably your biggest cost would be the plane fare over here. But you can also just go ham and go crazy and stay at the best resorts in Hawaii as well. I would encourage you to go back to episode 15 and listen to that. What's really cool is we're getting into the winter months right now. At the time of this recording, it's uh, beginning of November. Right now, Hawaii is getting ready for whale watching season. So from December all the way through March, April, sometimes May, but um, usually uh, March, April, the cutoff of whale watching season. So if it's your goal to get some whale watching in, that's definitely a time of the year you're going to want to consider coming. Spring starts picking up as far as crowds and, and prices as well. So spring, you know, that's kind of like April, um, May starts picking up and then summer rates are here. Fall is a great time to come. Prices are uh, relatively low and even traveling airfare is relatively low in the fall. But, you know, obviously once uh, Thanksgiving starts picking up, so does the prices in Hawaii. So that's something to consider. My personal opinion, I love Hawaii early of the year, February, March, and uh, late September, early October. Probably one of my two favorite zones of the year in Hawaii. Number two, be prepared to slow down, especially if you're coming from the mainland and especially if you're coming from Southern California. For us, that's the biggest adjustment. We live currently in the LA area. So anytime we head over to the islands, we have to consciously slow down and go the pace of the island. And you're going to find that each island has its own pace. For example, Kauai is definitely a slower pace than Oahu. And there's certain parts and zones on Oahu that are slower and faster. You can probably guess Waikiki, Honolulu is the most fast-paced area on Oahu and all the Hawaiian islands. So, but the North Shore on Oahu is usually pretty nice and slow-paced. Right now with the winter season coming in, I mean, that means there's going to be a lot more surf competitions. The waves are picking up. So there's going to be a lot more congestion up there on the North Shore during this time of year. But the main thing is to come in with a mindset of being a learner of the culture and not necessarily a tourist, but more of a mindset of a guest. And anytime you go into someone's house, you want to be mindful of the pace and the feel of that home environment and that family environment. And that's the same thing to be said on any of the islands that you visit is to be aware of the pace of the island. And especially if you're on vacation, you're going to want to slow down. And that's why you're in Hawaii. When we go, sometimes it's vacation and sometimes it's business. And both of those mindsets are different. But also it's important if you are there for business to also take time to chill, to relax and to slow down. Some of our friends and business partners in Hawaii, they're some of the most hardworking people that I know. They work 
hard, they go fast, but they also know how to unplug. If you find yourself in Hawaii on business, also, you know, be mindful of that too. Take time to unplug and remind yourself you are in paradise and you are in one of the most beautiful places in all the world. And quick pro tip, don't use your horn unless you absolutely have to. A lot of locals, a lot of Hawaiians, they refrain from using their horn at all costs, but sometimes you have to use your horn, but don't use your horn because you're in a hurry. Just don't do that. (laughs) Number three, before coming to Hawaii, you're probably going to want to learn a few Hawaiian words. And you probably know a few of those, but you can learn more by downloading this app. I'm going to link it in the show notes. It's a Hawaiian words translator and dictionary app kind of a quick go-to app that helps to find some of the most basic Hawaiian sayings, but also some other sayings that you might not be aware of. And I just want to kind of rattle off a few of those things. Probably the the main Hawaiian word that you are aware of that you've used is aloha. And aloha has so much depth to it that it's hard to grasp exactly the definition of aloha. Aloha, yes, it means Um, Love, affection, peace, compassion, hello, goodbye. You've probably heard some of that. But being on island and being with some of native Hawaiians and and locals, there's this spirit of aloha that you can't put in the words unless you're on island and you've slowed down. So aloha goes a long way along with mahalo. Mahalo simply means thank you. So those are two words you're going to want to use pretty frequently. Another word is aina. Aina simply means land, but there's also an expression, aloha aina. And that simply means love of the land, the show respect for the land. Ahuiho, until we meet again. Uh, Another word is hali. I'm a hali. So basically hali is a person who is not native Hawaiian. And it especially talks into the Caucasian race. This is a word that has maybe some derogatory connotations, but the core of it is not necessarily meant to be this derogatory word. It's a descriptive word of simply saying someone who is not of native Hawaiian descent. Lanai is patio. It's spelled the same way as the island, Lanai, but the island of Lanai is not pronounced Lanai. Lanai is a patio. Luau, that's probably another word you've heard, simply means feast. Moana, amazing Disney movie. It translates into ocean. Ohana, another Disney movie Uh, Lilo and Stitch made famous the word Ohana. Ohana means family. Waianae means woman. Kani means man. And Ahuiho means until we meet again. So those are a few words that uh, you may hear when you're on island or preparing for your trip. Don't be afraid to use some of those words. It's totally fine. It's totally appropriate, especially Aloha and Mahalo. Goes a long way. Even though Hawaii is within the United States, Hawaii is its own culture, its own environment. And it's important to recognize the history and the culture of that environment. And these are some of the words that are near and precious to Hawaiians. So coming in again as a guest, as someone who is coming for a visit, knowing the culture, a lot of the culture is food and a lot of the culture is language. So it's just good to know some of these words before you're coming. Hey, number four is super important. Talk about Aloha Aina. Bring your own reusable bags. I don't know where you're traveling from, but it's important to know that Hawaii has banned plastic bags because of environmental concerns. Plastic is one of the major contributors 
to the huge garbage patches floating in the ocean. And many marine animals become entangled in these bags and plastic and eat it. And obviously that can be very deadly because it blocks their digestive tract. So carrying your own bags when you shop is important or you'll be charged about 15 cents for each reusable bag that the store provides for your purchases. Number five, I think number five is probably one of the most important things to know before your trip to Hawaii. And that is to be respectful of ocean safety. The beaches of Hawaii are just different than any other place, especially if you live on the west coast of the mainland. The waves just break differently and the ocean is a little bit more active. I think that's probably the best way I can describe it. So when you go to swim at a beach, you're going to want to make sure that the beach you're coming to is staffed by lifeguards and that you look for any and you're looking for any signs posted. Make sure the rip isn't bad that day. Also, go out with somebody else too. Don't just go out by yourself. And probably one of the biggest things as well is to never turn your back to the ocean. Seeing so many people and you, maybe you've seen those videos where someone's just kind of standing in the surf and they're looking towards the shore and this wave just kind of comes out of nowhere and just wrecks them and like on a shore break. So it's important to never turn your back on the ocean. And going back to looking for signs of hazards and ratings and and closures. Those are posted for a reason. Even though the water may look inviting and from your eye, it may look calm, but it's saying to not go in. Don't go in. Your life was, is worth way more than that. Respect the ocean at a, at a distance in those conditions. I'm going to link in the show notes a couple sites for you to even read up more on beach and ocean safety down in the show notes. I'll also include this handy jellyfish calendar in the show notes as well. Jellyfish usually appear off south-facing beaches eight to 10 days after a full moon. Kind of random, but that's kind of when they appear. I'm going to put a jellyfish calendar in the show notes that you can look for yourself. I'll also include this guide from Ikulu Lindsay. He's from Maui Culture Lands, and he prepared this amazing ocean-friendly guide that I'll link up down in the show notes as well. So you're going to want to download that. I think also with ocean safety too, kind of a bonus tip is definitely keep your distance from marine life. Federal law requires all ocean users to stay at least 100 yards from the humpback whale. It's also recommended to stay about 150 feet away from sea turtles and monk seals. Stay about 100 feet away from them and enjoy them, but at a distance. Please don't step or remove any pieces of reef as well, as they are built by coral, which is another marine animal. So some of these tips may seem obvious to you. Some of them may not, and that's totally fine. The main thing about going to any new environment is to read up and to educate yourself before going to a new culture. And that's what this list is all about. Just five simple things to know before your trip to Hawaii. I'd love to know if you think we missed something, you can comment in the show notes and subscribe because you're going to want to make sure you get the next episode coming out next week so you don't want to miss a thing. Now, like I mentioned, there's a lot of things I'm going to link up in the show notes. So be sure to go to that or you can just simply go to livehawaiisbest.com slash episode 018. Well, until next time, ahui ho, be well, aloha. Thanks for listening to Hawaii's Best Podcast. 
stay up to date on future episodes, be sure to hit the subscribe button and find us at livehawaiisbest.com.